Yep. Okay. Oh, you started the video. You started the audio, Max. You took my took my took it away from me. I meant to start with welcome <laughs> everyone, and you started with okay. <laughs> and I, I actually, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know how to cut that out. So that's how it's going to start from now on. So Max has started talking, and now I'm going to give the intro. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in for another podcast, Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. You've already heard from the main man, Max himself, as he as he uh, rudely interrupted this, my intro, but. Um, uh, I got a cool guy on today. He was on one of my, one of my first podcasts, I think. Um, he's a sport rehabilitator, a rehabber. We were just discussing before this bit of a tongue twister. Um, he also does a bit of personal training. He's currently playing rugby at the moment. He's probably got more insights into playing in the nice December cold than I do right now. Um, and uh, I think he's, another, he's a good guy to, to chat to. So cheers for coming on, Max, and giving us your precious time. You're welcome. What, what are you up to today? You just came back from the gym. Yeah, so I had a client this morning. I've got a few clients later. Not a not a busy day today, and uh, just taking it as a bit of a recovery day for from uh, from the weekend as well. Did you play on Saturday? Yeah, I played on Saturday. Um, played flanker actually, so a lot more sore than usual. Um, and then went swimming yesterday, just again for a bit of recovery. It seems to be helping, but um, yeah, especially like you said about being like the, playing in the winter or like around this kind of time, if you're in the back, you don't get a lot of ball. So you can actually not feel too sore after a game, but, um, you know, it feels good, but my neck my neck and traps are in pieces right now. Yeah, what, from Flanker, right? Yeah, yeah. How, how long do you swim and what do you do when you're there? Well, normally an hour. Um, I only went for like... Oh, flat out? Well, yeah, me and my mate normally go. I won't be swimming like concert. I'll have a little bit of rest in between. But we did about a half hour yesterday. Um, I'll literally, I just like, start front crawl, try and keep it quite easy, do maybe two to four lengths and then switch to breaststroke for a couple, just almost like rest up and then go again. And at the end, I'll do a few like rehabby bits in the main main pool rather than the lanes, like just some squats, lunges, all that. It looks a little bit weird, but um, it's quite... In the pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like even, even for weighing even less than your body weight, right? Yeah, so like if you've got an injury that stops you from being able to take your whole body weight, then that's a good way to do it. But also just being in the pool, the, the sort of the pressure it puts on the, the, the muscles and joints helps flush out all like the lactic acid and just, you know, waste products and stuff. So it's kind of active recovery. That's cool. Um, you you yeah. do that for your knee? Because I know your knee's a bit busted, isn't it? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, I do it for gem- general kind of recovery. But yeah, like for my knee as well. Because my knee, yeah, it's just always fat <laughs> after mm. rugby. I used to like swimming, but I've never done it since school. I was all right at school, and I quite enjoyed it. But I've just been a meathead in the gym all the time. But I know it is good for <laughs> I know I know it is good for good for recovery, especially after contact contact sport. When when would you do it? Is it morning or evening on a Sunday? Uh, I do it in the evening, um, but that's mainly to do with my pay. So I, I normally have I normally work with the rugby team on. Oh yeah, you Sunday. do the sport for, don't you? Um, and even like yesterday, I didn't have that, but I had a client. So I just wait until the evening and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're saying, you're saying before about uh, playing the backs, you won't be too sore, you don't get too much ball. Where would you rather be in these cold winter months, back or forward? Um, I'd rather be in the backs getting the ball, <laughs> but that, that just doesn't happen. So I'm not sure, really. I, I like both. I wouldn't like to be on the wing, though. Definitely wouldn't like to be on the wing, oh, just standing fair. there. Even if he does go out, you might get to the centres, but it's unlikely to go that wide. Um, 
if it is a particularly like wet and rainy day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all right playing flank. I didn't mind it. It was just um, a bit of a last minute thing because of availability. So, but if I'm going to be playing there, I, obviously I'd need to get used to the position again. I used to play there, but um, it's a bit it's different. So. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, I've got people I, tra- people I train, they put their photos up on Facebook of them and their whole team and they boast about like two degrees. I'm like, that is fucking nuts. I don't think I could do that anymore, even if I had working knees. No? A- no, I don't think so. I'm a pussy now, mate. <laughs> There's a- I don't know if anyone's got me on, on social, but I'm-, I'm living in Hungary for the winter and I was thinking about helping out with the local team and I was pretty pretty avid on doing it, but it's like, Average zero degrees now, and it gets to like minus ten. So there's no chance that I'm fucking standing out there a couple of times a week. It just layers and layers, man. Skins, thermals, everything. Mate, I'm I'm full online now. I'm in the comfort of my of my uh, of my flat with my heating and my jumper and my trackies. So <laughs> that that will do me for a while, I think. Um, yeah. So about your uh, your uh, expertise in your field, how, how do you think the cold might affect injuries uh, and, and, and how you need to kind of increase your warm-up time or what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I think like, obviously with, with people feel things more, so you always feel the impact more, your knees can get a bit more like sore and stuff, but just the muscles aren't going to be as, um, as warm and as ready to work. So you definitely, as well as your kind of, if you do do mobility stuff and uh, activation stuff, kind of what you do before the gym, if you do that before rugby, that's great. But I think the actual pulse raiser side, so like just literally jogging or whatever it is you've got, doing more of that to make sure you are really ready to go. And really, and I think before you start playing or properly training, you shouldn't feel cold. So even if it is cold outside, you should be to that point where you're warmed up. Um, well, we'll be warm up like, warming up in the changing before you come out, right? Yeah, yeah, do it, like do it. I normally we do bits like in there. That'll be where you do like your kind of personals, like stretches, or if you've got any niggles, kind of rehabbing them. And then outside, we have a tendency. We always want to go out and play touch, which I think is a good way to start the session. Everyone like gets a bit of a buzz, it gets a bit of sweat on. But if you do that and you are cold, make a little break, and it's just such an easy way to ping hamstrings. So uh, yeah, you can't go from cold to touch, right? Or is that what yeah, you do? Yeah, people pretty much do that, but. Um, <laughs> We got, we got kind of banned from doing it like, and I was like right you can't play touch until the warm up but then it ended up like we'll be waiting around outside like okay what are going to do so I think people need to just I think that is something that you need to take care of yourself like you need to make sure you've warmed yourself up yeah um, then we'll all kind of just like, play touch until everyone's there we, and then we do the normal warm up so ideally I think you'd get everyone there do the warm up and then um, then go on to like touch or whatever you want to do but obviously if people with work equipment's commitments people might come a little bit late or that so the people that are there early want to be doing something mm-hmm. uh, yeah personal you just got to take care of them i think in the cold especially um, yeah I remember, I remember synergy before they turned the the radiators on it'd be like a good half hour before i put my hands on a barbell mm, yeah i think i think you came and the radiators were working but when that little side room got built were you there when, when we got the side room yeah um i think when i first started working there they were they hadn't probably finished the side room oh okay um but it gets but fucking cold i think i started in the, i think i started in the summer yeah it was more like summertime i believe so mm-hmm. yeah um yeah one thing you said about people should be doing that the mobility stuff they do before the gym before a game as well i think that's so so important like when i was doing a bit of pre-season with, with a few guys and showing them a full warm-up for a full body and obviously it's more in depth than they used to and they're asking me, should I be doing this before the gym as well? And I'm like, absolutely. Like, I don't know how guys even now, mid-20s or later, are just jumping in and their first set is, is bench press with the empty bar or something like that. Yeah, um, 
same with one of the guys that I've, I've just started. He's one of my teammates and he's got a bit of a, an issue, so I've been doing rehab with him as well. Um, but he's done that powerlifting and stuff in his young age. He's strong, but he again said he doesn't warm up. His first thing is just bench press and, and like, no wonder you're in pain. <laughs> so I'm showing him just how to actually warm up properly. I was saying that. Really, with the mobility stuff, if you've got the time, I'd recommend doing like full body mobility, regardless of what you're training. Because yeah. like, if you do like you do some hip openers, whatever you're going to do, once a week, it's not going to have a massive effect. Whereas if you're doing that like three, four times a week, and then that day when you do squat, you're going to be way more prepared for it because you've done it a few days before as well as that day. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not just not just mobility activation is important as well, right? Yeah, so I, I if think you're, really. If you're, if you're, if you're loose, I mean, that's great. But, I mean, you should be activating and, and sw- switching on those muscle fibers before you chuck a load of weight on your back or in your hands or something. Mm, I, I think, in some ways, that's more important. I mean, it will depend person yeah. to person. So if someone's really flexible but not using the muscles well, then probably you can almost move past the mobility and just go loads of stability, uh, like activation stability stuff. If someone is really stiff, then, yeah, you probably want to mobilize them a bit first. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think actually if I had to pick one of the two, the activation is more important because, as you said, you, you shoulders normally get injured from being unstable and going too far. So you might make them really mobile, but then they're not strong enough to take the forces of rugby or just a bar and bench press or something. So, yeah, I think getting, getting the muscles firing well is... is is that, that's that's is more really. important as well, yeah. And then uh, some people, I know you're an avid guy of... Uh of um, enforcing full body warm-ups as well. Like if, even if you're just doing a push day or an upper body day, like mm-hmm. you still should warm up your hips and your lower back because if you're doing a bench press, if you've got a little slight, a slight arch in your back and you're driving hard enough with your legs, your lower body will still be working. And let's say you're, yeah. a little bit, you're a little bit tweaked from Saturday or you've got an ongoing hip thing, if on at least at least a few reps of your of your exercise are going to be like near to failure if not if, yeah. if anything just the last one or two reps on the last set depends depends how you approach each set but you'll be going to failure at least one or two reps during that exercise and that means your whole body is going to be switched on like if you're doing like an overhead an overhead standing overhead press um yeah it's mainly shoulders triceps but everything underneath you is working and if and if that's not warmed up and ready to take that load then you can injure your fucking leg on a shoulder press, which just sounds stupid. Yeah, um, I actually, shoulder press is one of the things that used to aggravate my knee a little bit. If, See, if it got exactly to the point example of, right there. Yeah, so like, not anymore. So, and I, not even doing a push press, but when you get to like those last couple reps where you have to kind of really grind them, if the leg did kind of jolt at all to try and help, Mm. Then it just yeah just all for my knee. Like now, it, now shoulder press is fine. But um, yeah, I think it as you said, like most exercise. There's only a few exercises where it's really going to be one area working. Mm-hmm. So most compounds are going to have aspects of everything. Like if your shoulders are tight and you're doing legs, how are you going to hold the bar for a squat? Same kind yeah. of things. Yeah, I, I when I first started training people, I just tell them to get under a bar and like these big props, they can't do it. And I'm like, well, just just get under it, mate. And they're like, my shoulder hurts. I'm like, just get under it. <laughs> And you realise yeah. that some people, some people don't have that flexibility um, mm. to get their hands as, as narrow as you might do on a, on a squat or, um, or something like that. And what about, what about cool downs in the cold? Would you get people, would you reckon, do you guys run straight inside or you'd actually have a little stretch? Yeah, cool downs are a hard one because like, you're never in the mood to because if you lose, you don't want to. And if you win, you don't want to. Um, <laughs> we, we, we try to, the, the physio there, she'll get us to do like, a lap around the pitch and then do a stretch off. Um, 
I, I don't personally like doing the lap round afterwards because I think the actual recovery for me, obviously everyone's bodies are different, is better to do like the next day because I've just been running for like 80 minutes. So, But um, we do normally get in a circle and do a little bit of a stretch off, which is um, probably better than nothing. Yeah. Going from like playing a whole game to just a complete still, you're going to just seize up. So I think a little bit of stuff is good. I mean, probably we could do more, but there's only so much time we've got and things that people got other stuff to do. So, yeah, I think same with the gym as well. When you finish a big session, if you can just do a little bit of stretching off or even like, even foam rolling. Like foam rolling is good beforehand because it kind of mobilises the tissues ready to move. But afterwards, just you can do anything better than nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I just, I was trying a few like CrossFit classes here since I moved here and uh, the coach just left at the end and everyone just started grabbing foam rollers and rolling out. And this is my my gym brain i was like isn't that meant for before but no one's correcting them and all these guys are just doing random like erector spinae rolling stuff mm. but, uh, i was just i, yeah, I, wasn't, gonna, I, I was going to interrupt all these hungarians and be like excuse me that's actually meant for before your workout yeah <laughs> yeah i it's a weird one because i even stretching afterwards like i find it after a chest workout for example push workout you don't feel it because the muscle's warm and you're taking it through a full range it doesn't feel tight so you almost feel like you're doing nothing yeah. Until like the day after. There's a um, there's a new age of, of things I read and it is it is like doctors of physical therapy and all that and they're kind of anti static stretching and, and obviously I'm not gonna try and correct one of them because their research will suggest it, but I feel like it, it feels good and, and so so if it feels good you should do anything. Um but there's a few little things popping around where like static stretching is like almost shit. Um and I just don't like reading them. In what regard, like bad for mobility, or was it uh, just doesn't have any effect on the body? Um, it might, it might just be oh. a new age thing of okay. Oh, hello, yeah, yeah, hello. Oh, my signal's a bit shit here. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's a, a new age thing where they're just going further and further and saying things that we thought were good or bad. Um, but I, I feel good after it, and I, I even doing I did yoga for six months and I felt loosey-goosey and fresh and good after each session i mean it must be doing some good right yeah i think i've seen quite a bit as well but like actually is more going back towards stretching so like you hit that there was this, the research that came out and people were saying stretching before a workout you like reduce your performance you reduce muscle like power output and stuff um now it seems to be that the whole thing stretches for like longer than a minute then yeah you're gonna kind of like reduce that muscle elasticity kind of like you know a bottom of a squat you get a bit of a stretch reflex a bit of a almost a bounce that, that's going to be less if you've stretched your muscles loads mm-hmm. um, but like, i think all stretching foam and all that stuff it has short-term effects so yeah. if, if you do it beforehand for a little bit you're going to be more more mobile more loose for that session which might then able you to um squat more or squat better which then I guess that's going to kind of keep the range more. So like training the muscles through a full range is probably the best way to really improve mobility. If you can't do that, if you've, if you've stretched. And I think, I think there's merit for it. Some, some people just, they just can't move well. And the mobility, like the, the dynamic mobility stuff you might do, that they can't even do that. So that's when I think static stretching comes back into it. Yeah, uh, but I think I, the recovery the, is pretty good as well. Yeah, for recovery, I think it, it's okay. I, I wouldn't suggest someone warms up and then just holds a hamstring stretch and then holds a whatever. Like, I think it's important to move through the range of motion. And obviously, if you're squatting, you want to be going down further. And the more you do it, like in the warm up, you will loosen up more. 
plus you should mm. be kind of opening up your hips and doing that just doing a static stretch before like you said i don't think is very useful like you said it might do something and to the super tight geezer that isn't used to doing anything it might be better than nothing but i think it's better to do like hip circles and, and cat cows and that kind of stuff that's gonna mm. actually push your joints through 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 their range of motion rather than just kind of holding at one end i think it, it, it all depends on the order you do things as well so like if you want to find more static stretch that should be like the first thing you do because and then that should be followed by the dynamic warm-up and the activation so basically that's going to offset any negatives of mm -hmm. holding a stretch mm -hmm. if you stretch a muscle like just literally just static stretch you're going to increase that muscle's like length short term so then that's not going to be specific to the thing you're going to be doing so if you do that then you do the mobility you'll probably be able to move through the range better because you've got a better range to move through and then activate um it all depends on how much time you've got at the gym because that, that it, it can end up taking a long time so i think you have to pick one yeah like yeah. dynamic mobility and a bit of activation stuff but if you're really restricted in one area like so for example for, for squats i think like a, a static chest stretch is probably quite good to do because your chest isn't working when you're doing squats but you need to have the shoulder mobility to get your um hands behind the bar so I've, I've got one client who's like a little bit lopsided so like, i do get into static stretch only like the the really restricted areas mm -hmm. so like it wouldn't be both sides like left shoulder right ankle for example just and then do the normal mobility just to try and even them out a little bit um but it's going to depend person to person but as you said before like um if it feels good and you feel like it works for you i think you should do it like just because research doesn't, doesn't work or isn't great like I think experience and individual like differences are more important if that makes sense. If it feels good, just do it, baby. Yeah. That's what they say. Um what was I gonna get on to? Oh, Christmas time. How many nights out you got, Max? Um like every night out. <laughs> yeah, <is laughs> no, <it> really? <laughs> no, mine isn't too hectic, but well this weekend actually I've I'm going back to uni on Friday for our old boys, like our Christmas meal. <laughs> Then coming back Saturday, got Jazzy's fight. Gonna watch that. And then, oh, is it this Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm good. I've been there for five years and I didn't see him have a match. <laughs> There's like 50 of us going, apparently. Oh, fuck, man. I'm good. Then once like, my rugby club are, had, they had their Christmas meal that day. So I'm essentially trying to squeeze three things into two days. Um, yeah, my Christmas isn't as, as hectic as some people's, but. There's normally something like, like this weekend, like Anthony Joshua had the fight, so we was out for that. And mm. I, think, I think in our job, it's not as social. Like when I did my little stint in office, office job after uni, like there's so many excuses to go out and it's not, it, obviously we're in a gym now or coaching people, it's, it's, there's less opportunities, but how, how not, for, not for you, let's say someone who's, who's got a bit of timber on, they're trying to keep off, what do you reckon they should do if they've got like nights out all the yeah. time? And yeah, they can't I, I think, to train. yeah I, I think that's part of the problem in, in some ways it's as simple as that's not a good enough excuse <laughs> like right. I, I think the diet is going to slack on over Christmas and that's kind of fine ideally you'll be eating as good as you can for the majority and then and then you don't have to feel as bad about the snacks and the, the treats and whatever else if you can keep your basic diet the same then that's that's good but I think you're gonna to have to just force yourself to train. Like, if, yeah. if your diet's gonna slack and you're gonna be eating more, which most people are over Christmas, then the only way to count that is to do something. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it, is, it, is the time, it is the time to do that. I had someone, I had a catch-up call with my clients earlier and they, and they talk about bringing Tupperwares on Christmas Day. I'm like, really? <laughs> I was like, one time a year that you might see all your family, you don't want to just kind of do whatever? Because there's a, there's a place for that and, and if you earn it, then you, then you should be allowed to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, with the nights out, you can, you can make little tweaks, like obviously having shorts, shorts with a diet mixer rather than pints or like skipping a dessert or whatever but you're gonna have more calories throughout like most of the second half of december um, yeah rather than beat yourself up and whinge about it and bitch about it and use it as an excuse just fucking get up a bit early and go for a run or like if, if someone's got an event and they're gonna meet you at seven o'clock most people finish work at five you can go gym before rather than go home and watch some fucking series or something make yourself go to the gym because you're still going to meet up with people at seven and even if they're meeting up at five you can still go to the gym for like 45 minutes and meet them at six. Like no one's going to kill you. Um, yeah. For being late. And then you're, um, yeah. And, and then you don't feel as guilty about, about eating that or whatever. And, and I think on that, that day when you wake up, like hungover the day after the night out, it's really important to do something then. So like, for example, the swimming on Sundays for me, as well as for rugby, if I've gone out, it, it's good to just, Oh, I bet that's good. Do some exercise, and then the day after, you feel alright. You feel ready to go again, rather than it kind of carrying on for three days. Yeah, which is what I do. I just mum on the sofa because I'm useless because I'm a <laughs> old old fogey now. I remember at uni when we'd have house parties, we would uh, we would make ourselves clean everything. Like the second we woke up, and the, the moving around would just kind of kind of get us over the hangover. Then you've actually got like a clean place to live in. Yeah. Rather than uh, I know that's probably not relevant to people listening to this, but you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think just there's no reason to not stick to your training regime. Go to your rugby training. There's a guy who I'm training from Ireland who's got rugby the whole way through December. You, have you got at least one week off, right? Yes, yeah, so we've got last week. week of, last week of training this week. Match on the Saturday. I'm actually away for. Then we're and then I guess we got. Well, we actually have a few weeks off because we start second week of January the first team. So I think really, yeah. I train, so, a guy, I train a guy that's got the games the whole way through Christmas, and they give up. They have, they have a local Boxing Day uh, oh, rivalry game. I'm like, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, huh? Yeah, like, someone mentioned to me, oh, "Have we got a game on Boxing Day?" I was like, "I'm pretty sure we don't." <laughs> but yeah, <I> think, <laughs> well, if there is, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, get get some chill time, and people that are off work, I mean, you 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 got all to- all the time to train. Like some people have like two weeks off work. Yeah, there's there's enough you can do at home as well. Like if you if you really were pressed for time, like you can do a quick fifteen minute like hit circuit at home. If you mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing, you could YouTube it and find something. But um, yeah, I think I think you need to maintain the training over Christmas. If you, if you, the diet's gonna slack and that's fine, but the training's got to be at least even if it does drop down a bit, you've got to do something. Otherwise. Otherwise, then you're going to be fatter and unfitter, and that's just a fact. There's no other way of combating it. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you'll really be feeling fun. like real shit on the 1st of January, and then yeah. you'll be in the gym with everyone else, and it'll be busy, and it'll be fucking shit. Like, people, people underestimate just doing a little quick 15, 20 minutes thing at home. Uh, I get mm. some people email me who might, maybe they can't afford coaching, but they're saying, hi, I can't afford a gym. Uh, what can I do? And I'm like, well, you've got your body, can't you? Can't you go for a run, or can't you do a little circuit, or whatever? And they think, some people think that, especially for weight loss, they, they think, oh, I can't get to a gym, what do I do? It's like, well, number one, it's mainly about your food. And number two, any exercise is better than nothing for you. So, like, literally pick any five exercises, do 10 of everything 10 times, and there's a workout. It's, like, as easy as that. Some, something's better than nothing, especially if your goal is weight loss. Like, obviously, if you're trying to 
get get stronger or, or increase your, your your fitness or something like that um specific for rugby then obviously you might need some weights if you want to get stronger or put some muscle on but if, if your weight loss is your goal just something at home is better than nothing yeah and even that like if you, if you, if you really don't have any equipment and you want to there's a lot of body weight exercises that can challenge you as well like if you're there's a big there's tons yeah Especially if you're quite big and overweight, then then your body weight then suddenly becomes heavier. Things like press ups and squats might not be as easy. Like sometimes yeah. bench press is easier than press ups for people. So mm-hmm. if press ups are easier, then you've got handstand press ups or variations of that. Single leg squats to like whatever depth you can, or like there's quite a lot you can do. So mm-hmm. and it just no. takes it just takes getting away from TV for one for one episode is twenty minutes or half hour doing a little yeah. workout. As long as you get a little bit of space in your bedroom or somewhere. Mm. Um, obviously now it's a bit horrible outside so you can't do outside outside is obviously great I was obviously a meathead and I only lifted weights for years but I like doing little outdoor workouts now um, but, but yeah as long as you've got a little bit of space you can always do something and yeah even half an hour circuit or like Max said 15 minute circuit is better than better than nothing and then you can still go out and feel normal and go out with everyone and, uh, yeah exactly and then, and then think of it as almost January prep January so, prep you might not be making gains, whether that be actually losing weight or building up, wherever, wherever your goal is. You probably won't massively achieve that in December, but if you're doing the stuff you should be, you're just maintaining, getting it ready. And then it, if you are going to be one of these guys that January goes really clean, then you're kind of you're in a good place to start, like you said, rather than doing nothing and just feeling terrible. I mean, giving it a month and stopping like 90% of people do. So, yeah. Some some people who are doing absolutely no training, I'll, I'll get them to first just start exercising because that enough is enough stress in its own. Um, yeah. if, if they're not used to even watching what their food or they can't cook or anything, like just get in the habit of training. If you can spend a few weeks getting used to going to the gym two or three times with your rugby, then you're in the habit of that. And then once that habit's already in your brain, just just changing your food a little bit alone is easier than going, right, from January 1st, I'm training 10 times a week and I'm eating chicken and broccoli every day yeah exactly it's something that you've never done before and don't enjoy it's just not going to be sustainable is it so love it uh max what's the best place for people to message you if they want to hear more about your knowledge and expertise okay so uh I use instagram i use i got a rehab and personal training instagram called max fit rehab all one word um so shoot me a dm on there and i can Ask your questions or, or send you the right way of not like yeah slide into his dms yeah boys and sure. girls <laughs> everyone's yeah. welcome to find me. wicked um cool cheers to that max giving us giving us insight into rehab and a bit of food help in december hopefully guys can take a lot of use from that yeah thank um, you and uh, we'll stay in touch. And I think I'm back in England in January. So I will, I'll hit you up if I'm coming to the gym. But if not, it will be in the summer. Okay. Wicked. Safe, mate. Cheers, mate. And if anyone wants to message, anyone wants any questions for Max, message him. And I'm sure he'll get back to you pretty quick because he's a good chap. Yep. Perfect. All right, mate. Cheers for chatting to us. Welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, mate. Bye-bye, mate.